שלום לכולם, אנחנו קוראים בזוהר, אנחנו קוראים מזוהר לעם, כרך א', הקדמת ספר הזוהר, אנחנו בכותרת שמח במועדים ואינו נותן לעניים, וכהכוונה לקראת הקריאה נצפה בקליפ של הרב דוקטור מיכאל לייטמן. אחרי שגילינו את החיסרון לחיבור, וחידשנו לעצמנו כמה מרכיבים שצריכים לחדד לאותו החיסרון ואיך באותו חיסרון משתתפים אדם, קבוצה, בורא יחד, אנחנו עכשיו ניגשים למצב שרוצים שה... החיסרון הזה יתממש. זה יכול להיות רק על ידי הכוח שהוא סיבב את כל הדברים. הוא הביא אותם לאיזשהו מקום. and wants us to make the effort to connect. And of course we won't succeed, but we need, like children, to try with all our efforts to succeed and see this necessity for the help of the Creator. And this help will immediately be revealed and work and in the right connection We will discover the form of the Creator that will establish the revelation of the Creator and the revelation of the wisdom of Kabbalah. And now in the reading of the Zohar, in this special standing, through deficiencies that we have attained in a lack of connection between us, we want this operation from the Creator with the Creator's help and it's possible through the Zohar. Please. Throughout the reading we are thinking how our deficiencies will be implemented through the force that recognizes it, that same force that awakens us and brings us the deficiency that we now need to implement it. So, we start Zohar for all introduction of the book of Zohar rejoicing in holidays and not given to the poor Paragraph 178. Since Abraham invited the greatest in the generation, the slanderer came down and stood at the door like a poor man. But there was no one to look at him. Abraham was serving the kings and the ministers. Sarah was nursing the children from everyone since they did not believe it when she gave birth, but said that Isaac was a foundling, that they had brought him off the street. 
Hence, they brought their children with them, and Sarah took them and nursed them in front of them. As it is written, who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? It should have said, Sarah would nurse a child. However, nurse children indeed, children of all the guests. And the slanderer stood at the door. Sarah said, God has made laughter for me. The slanderer promptly rose up to the Creator and told him, Lord of the world, you said, Abraham loves me. Here, he made a feast and gave you nothing, nor to the poor. He did not sacrifice even a single pigeon for, to you. And moreover, Sarah said, you laughed at her. We should understand that Abraham, who excelled primarily in hospitality and graciousness, and all his life stood at crossroads to invite guests inside, how can it be said that he failed in this, that he did not give a car to the poor? Moreover, why did the slanderer trouble himself to dress up as a poor man? After all, this is not his way toward others. However, it is not as it seems here, and there is a great secret here, which is applied only to the highest holy ones. Prior to the end of correction, it is impossible to remove the Sitra Akhra altogether, even for the highest righteous and the holy ones. As much as the righteous is cautious about doing the commandment with purity, the Sitra Akhra still has the power to complain about him and show a faulty place in the commandment. For this reason, the Creator has prepared for the righteous another manner of subduing and silencing the slanderer to give a small portion of the Kedusha to that slanderer that remained. This silences the slanderer and he does not wish to slander him, to not lose the part of Kedusha that he has of that commandment. This is the meaning of the hair that is placed in the tefillin and the goat that is sent and the red cow. He was sad that the slanderer came down and stood by the door as a poor man, but there was no one to look at him. This is so because, of course, Abraham fed all the poor from his meal, as he always does in hospitality, except for the slanderer, who was not adding any purity in transferring him, except delighting him a little with the Gdusha.
כי he was here as a poor man because he wanted to receive his share of the Kedusha. But Abraham did not wish to give the Sitra Akhra anything of the Kedusha. Rather, he wished to subdue him with his power and repel him completely. Hence, the slanderer rose up and complained. And this is why the slanderer came down and stood at the door as a poor man. For it was not really a poor man, but the slanderer dressed as a poor man and demanding to enjoy Abraham's meal. But Abraham sensed that he was from the Sitra Akhra and did not wish to give him anything, not even a pigeon. There is a noteworthy intimation here. In the order of offerings, there are only two young pigeons, opposite to the points included together in Malchut, that is mitigated with the quality of there are judgment and mercy together. The judgment in it is hidden, is hidden and concealed. And the mercy is disclosed here. For had it not been for that mitigation, the world would not be able to exist. This is why precisely two young pigeons should be sacrificed. For one pigeon indicates the dove that Noah sent out from the ark, which did not return to him again. A single pigeon implies the quality of judgment in Malchut, without the sweetening in the quality of mercy. And since Noah could not correct any correction in it, it is that it did not return to him again. The matter of the slanderer demanding his share of Abraham's meal on the day of his son's weaning is a correction of a deficiency that cannot be corrected anyway prior to the end of correction. It is the quality of judgment in Malchut, in which the world cannot exist, and which must be hidden. It is like the dove that did not return to Noah any longer. However, Abraham could have corrected it, and should have corrected it, by giving something to the slanderer to silence him. But since he did not give anything to the slanderer, he went up and complained. This is why the slanderer said, he gave you nothing, nor to the poor. He was complaining that in his entire meal of his, in this entire meal of his, he did not correct anything for the quality of judgment in Malchut, 
who is called poor, who has nothing of her own, and who is yet a part of the Creator, since she is the essence of Malchut, Nukva of Zerumping, who is the Creator. After all, He only mitigated with her with the quality of mercy in order to sustain the world. For this reason, the mochim that are extended through the quality of mercy are regarded as people of the world by which they correct the actual Malchut too, who is a part of the Creator alone. And since, through the great miracle of Sarah nursing the children, Abraham extended all the Mochim in the quality of mercy. It was now possible for him to correct the poor in Malchut, who is the share of the Creator. This is why he complained, he gave you nothing, meaning share of the Creator, and not to the poor, the share of the actual Malchut, who is in poverty, because the people in the world cannot correct in her. He did not sacrifice even a single pigeon to you, meaning the pigeon that Noah could correct. And moreover, Sarah said you lasted her. Sarah is Bina, and the quality of mercy that shines in Malchut. By saying, God has made laughter for me, anyone who hears will laugh at me. She extended a complete light and great mitigation until no deficiency was seen in the actual quality of Malchut any longer. There was great fear that because of it there would be no attention left to correcting the actual Malchut. This is similar to the words lest he reached out lest he reached out his hand and took from the tree of life as well and ate and lived forever meaning that he would not feel any deficiency in himself any longer and would not have to correct the flaw in the tree of knowledge. 179. The Creator told him, who in the world is like Abraham? But the slanderer did not move from there until he confused all of that joy. And the Creator commanded that Isaac would be made an offering as a sacrifice, and Sarah was condemned to dying with grief for her son. All that sorrow was because he did not give something to the poor. Commentary. 
The time of Isaac was in order to correct the actual Malchut, which he did not correct with the great feast on the day of Isaac's winning. The death of Sarah was because of the great light that she extended in the words, in the words, God has made laughter for me, which obstructed in the correction of Malchut. We're going to the next article that is called Torah and Prayer. Paragraph 180. Rabbi Shimon opened and said, It is written. And Hiskiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord. Come and see how great is the power of the Torah and how superior it is to everything. Anyone who engages in the Torah fears neither upper nor lower and does not fear the evil illnesses in the world because he is clung to the tree of life and learns from it each day. One hundred and This is so because the Torah teaches the person to walk by the path of truth. It teaches him advice on how to repent before his master. Invoke the sentence. For even if he is sentenced that the sentence will not be revoked, it is immediately cancelled and removed from him. It is not present on a person in this world. For this reason, one must engage in Torah day and night and never leave it. As it is written, and you shall meditate on it day and night. If one moves away from the Torah or parts from it, it is as though he has parted from the tree of life. We go to another towards another video of Dr. Michael Lightman. When we start reading the book of Zohar, we have to be in the lack. Uh, in the state where we cannot accomplish anything, but we wish to include ourselves to pray or to enter this enter those cares that exist around us. to be virtually a musical instrument. And then a person starts feeling how a person truly becomes a kli, a vessel, an instrument of the Creator. That through him all 
the reality is going through him, this flaw of great energy, of gall, all those waves. And he... And he's, not that he's some part of some piece of material that doesn't mean anything, but he's ready to engage in all those movements to cancel himself, to only be in those, in those movements, in those changes, similar to what the Creator to how the Creator is passing His knowledge onto the whole creation. And therefore, we should here nullify ourselves like fetus and to strive in such a simple, naive form. I desire for these words, for these sounds to play in me, in us. As sensitive as possible. And remove all the... to remove the remnant, feeling remnant... Uh, knowledge and to ride those waves. Okay. Yeah, we continue. Okay, Torah and prayer. Torah and prayer. Rabbi Shimon and opened and said it is written and his kiyah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord come and see how great is the power of the Torah and how superior it is to everything anyone who engages in the Torah fears neither upper nor lower, and does not fear the evil illnesses in the world because he is clung to the tree of life and because he is clung to the tree of life and learns from it each day. Paragraph 181. This is so the teaches a person to walk by the path of truth. It teaches him advice on how to repent before his master, to revoke the sentence, for even sentence, that the sentence will not be revoked, it is immediately cancelled and removed from him, and is not present on a person in this world. For this reason, one must engage in Torah day and night, never leave it. As it is written, you shall meditate on it day and night. 
if one moves away from the Torah or parts from it, it is as though he has parted from the tree of life. Explanation. He began with a prayer. In the verse, and Hiskiah turned his face to the wall and interprets it only in the Torah. The thing is that this advice rose to him only by the force of the Torah, by which he obtained arriving at complete repentance, until nothing separated between him and the wall, the Holy Shekhinah divinity. This is why his prayer was accepted. Since the sentence of death he was sentenced was revoked. This is why he ends that because we see that the power of the Torah is so great as to revoke a death sentence one should engage in Torah day and night and never part from it. 182 Come and see an advice for a person. When he goes to bed at night, he should take upon himself the kingship of above wholeheartedly and come early to deposit his soul to him. He will promptly be saved from any bad illnesses and from all the evil spirits which will not govern him. Explanation. The Lord called the light day, the light of adhesion, that we obtain from the Creator. This is the governance of the day. He called the darkness night, meaning the forces of separation that separate us from His light are the governance of the night. Hence, we sleep at night, which is one-sixtieth of death which is the governance of the Sitra Achra. Out of those two governances, we cannot cling to him forever. Because we arrest his adhesion by the force of the governance of the night, which always returns and comes over us and stops us from the work of the Creator. To correct that, Rabbi Shimon gives us an advice. Each night, before going to sleep, one should take upon him, himself the kingship of above wholeheartedly. This is so because when the night is corrected, as in the act of creation, when it is written, and there was evening, and there was morning, one day. When the night and day are united into one body, in one day, then the night is called the governance of Malchut. 
and no shell is mixed in her. Hence, a person should take upon himself that upper Malchut to wholeheartedly without any partitions between himself and the Malchut. That is, he must take upon himself the kingdom of heaven for life or for death. Nothing in the world will remove him in anything from the upper kingdom. As it is written, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And if he has accepted it wholeheartedly, he is certain that nothing can ever part him from the Creator. By that, it is considered that he has advanced into giving him instead of a soul because he came first to hand his soul into the hand of the Creator, keep his commandments in full, complete devotion. For this reason, when he sleeps and his spirit departs, he no longer tastes in it one-sixtieth of death, which is the power of some. But devotion on the path of commandment since the power of death no longer governs him, for he has admitted it into the power of devotion. Hello, beloved students. Commandment. What excitement it is. Today we have a very special meeting. It's different from all the other meetings uh, we had. It's on a topic of Kabbalistic music.